Hello everyone, thanks for coming back today. This is lesson number 138. Heaven, which would be joining or the truth, is the decision I must make. In this world, heaven or joining is a choice because here we think there are, shall we say, equally important alternatives to choose between. We think that all things have an opposite, up, down, right, wrong, black, white, green, red, and we have to choose between those. If heaven exists, there must be hell as well. That's the way we figure things here in our world of opposites. For contradiction, conflict, is the way we make what we perceive and what we think is real. In other words, we would have no idea what is a crime if we didn't know what was not a crime. We wouldn't know which way was left if we didn't know which way was right. This world is always based upon sets of opposites. Now, creation doesn't know any opposite, but here this opposition is part of being, quote, real. It's this strange perception of the truth, making it think it's one half of an opposite, making it one half of a pair of choices, that makes the choice of heaven seem to be the same, seems to be on an equal level as the relinquishment of hell, kind of like left and right would be on an equal plane. It's not really like that. Yet what is true in God's creation, in love's creation, can't enter here. It can't be recognized or experienced here until it is reflected in some form that this conflicted world can understand. Truth can't come where it would only be perceived with fear, for this would be the error, this mistaken notion, that truth could be brought to illusions. In other words, that the truth could somehow be inside of the imaginary, non-existent hallucination. Truth can't exist in some place that's non-existent. Opposition makes the truth unwelcome because the truth has no opposite and therefore unwelcome, we can't perceive it. So choice is the obvious escape from what appears as, and I'm going to insert the words, pairs of opposites. Decision lets one of a pair of conflicting goals become the aim of effort and expenditure of time. In other words, without decision, time is but a waste and an effort dissipated. Because if I don't make a decision and come down on one side or the other of, do I go or do I stay? Do I take this job? Do I take that job? Do I go here? Do I go there? Do I go forwards? Do I go backwards? If I don't make a choice between those two and continue to do all of them, I just go nowhere. So that's why it says this no decision business just means my time is spent for nothing and it goes by without any results whatsoever. There's no sense of gain, nothing's accomplished, nothing's learned. I cannot vacillate between two things, I just stay stuck. So you need to be reminded that you think a thousand choices or more are confronting you when there's really only one. And this just seems to be a choice. It's not really a choice because the truth isn't a choice. The truth is just simply true. <laughs> it can't maybe be true or maybe not be true. 
So don't confuse yourself with all the doubts about the myriad decisions these would induce this idea. You make but one. And when that one, that choice for love or truth or joining is made, you will perceive it was no choice at all. For the truth is truth. So it's more that it's recognized. And nothing else is true. Because there's no opposite, there's no other side of a pair to choose, no contradiction to the truth. So now, it says something that's a little confusing when you first start this paragraph. It makes a statement that makes sense. Choosing depends on learning, and the truth cannot be learned. And then you go, what? Then why is this in here? But continue on. The truth can only be recognized. In recognition, its acceptance lies. And as it is accepted, it is known. Notice that word known. Then it goes on to say, but knowledge or this knowing is beyond the goal that we're seeking within this framework of the course. These are teaching goals, teaching about, teaching about changing our mind, teaching about what's important and what isn't. And that's to be attained through learning how to reach them and what they are and what they offer. Decisions are the outcome of your learning, for they rest on what you have accepted as the truth of what you are and therefore what your needs must be. In this insanely complicated world, heaven or oneness appears, that's the key word, appears to take the form of choice, like, oh, I can take this or not, rather than merely being what it is. Of all of the choices you have tried to make, this is the simplest, the most definitive, and the prototype of all the rest, the one that actually settles all decisions. If you could decide the rest, this one would remain unsolved. In other words, because we're still choosing between opposites in the world. But when you solve this one, the others are automatically resolved with it for all decisions but conceal this one by taking different forms. So you've got all the stuff in the world or you've got the truth. So here is the final and the only choice in which truth is accepted or denied. Once again, a zillion different kinds of notions about what needs to be decided on the one hand or just the truth on the other. So we're going to begin today considering the choice that time was made to help us make. So such as it's, that's time's holy purpose, now transformed from the intent you gave it, that it be a means for demonstrating that hell is real, Hope changes to despair. Life itself must, in the end, be overcome by death. In other words, that's to us what time demonstrates. It demonstrates to us all of this separation, cause and effect, and so on. In death alone are opposites resolved, for the ending opposition is to die. In other words, as long as we appear to be, quote, alive in the hallucination, it's one set of opposites after the other that we're constantly having to choose between. And so, therefore, salvation, listen to how weird this is, must be seen as death, for life is seen as conflict, one great big long list of conflicts. So, to resolve the conflict, must be to end your life as well. In other words, our life is defined by conflict. If the conflict ends, 
we must end. These mad beliefs can gain unconscious hold of great intensity and grip the mind with terror and anxiety so strong it is not going to relinquish its ideas about its own protection. In other words, this seems like a real threat. I better have real protection. It must be saved then from salvation. Oh, listen to the insanity of this. We have to be threatened to be safe and magically armored against the truth. And these decisions are made unaware. In other words, we shove them into our unconsciousness to keep them safely undisturbed. So we can't question them. We can't raise them to reason. We can't raise them to doubt. They just stay down there doing all their damage. Heaven or union is chosen consciously. The choice cannot be made until the alternatives to choose between are accurately seen and understood. And all this is veiled in shadows in your unconsciousness. And it has to be raised to understanding to be judged again, this time with heaven's help, looking with love, looking with open-mindedness. And all mistakes in our previous judgment that the mind has made are now open to correction because the truth is going to dismiss them as causeless, as preposterous. They don't have any effects. They can't be concealed because they're actually nothing. It's like trying to hide a hallucinated thing. You can't hide something which doesn't even exist. The conscious choice of heaven is as sure as is the ending of the fear of hell. When? It is raised from its protective shield of unawareness, of unconsciousness, and brought up to the light of understanding. Who can decide between the clearly seen and the unrecognized? Yet, who can fail to make a choice between alternatives when only one is seen as valuable and the other as a wholly worthless thing, just an imagined source of guilt and pain? Who hesitates to make a choice like this? And shall we hesitate to choose today? I surely hope not. So we're asked to make this choice when we first wake up in the morning, spend five minutes thinking about that, know that we're going to make the one that's finally sane, and we recognize we make a conscious choice between what has existence and what is nothing but just a mere appearance of the truth. Appearance and the real thing are not the same. It's pseudo-being. It's false being brought to what is real with real substance, with a real feeling experience, is just flimsy and transparent in the light of understanding. It holds no terror now for what was made enormous and vengeful, pitiless with hate, demands obscurity. It has to be hidden for fear to be invested there. Now that it's recognized, it can be seen for what it actually is, just a foolish and a trivial mistake. So before we close our eyes tonight, we're going to reaffirm this choice that we hopefully have made every hour in between. And now we're going to give this last five minutes of our day to this decision. The same decision we made when we woke up this morning. Okay, hopefully every hour that's passed, we've declared our choice again. In just some brief, quiet time, 
where I want to maintain my sanity, because I certainly cannot maintain it believing the things I believe now. And finally, we close the day with this, acknowledging we're just choosing what we want. That's heaven. That's joining. That's peace. That's happiness. That's love. That's right here. That's the decision I must make. I make it now, and I am not going to change my mind because this is really the only thing we want, the only thing we've ever wanted, the only thing we will want, the truth and our desire for it and our absolute right to it will never change. Have a beautiful practice. Remember this all throughout the day. Conflict has got to go. The truth can stay. Thanks, and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.